Oh god. Oh god, no, no, no. Get, oh god, oh. no, no, no! Oh, what? Oh god, what? We got. Did we, we just killed... get. by a rabbit? Freaking rabbit? What? Wait a minute. What? What? Joey! I remember everything now! Oh my god. What have we've we been, been doing? We've been killed like five times! We've been doing the same levels over and over again. Oh my god! Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme, everyone. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games and have realizations! Realizations! Hashtag! Okay, so for everyone wondering, that's not all that bad. Everybody Having realizations? Realizing that you've died multiple times in your life and then you're like, oh shit! It was painful was... at first. Yeah. But then in that break that we had between the intro and right now i've coped with it wow i know that is some coping skill i know what can i say brush my shoulder brushing sound effects brushing sound effect and done super (laughs) so now that we have all the retained knowledge from our previous runs i think this is gonna be it this is gonna be the run we have all the experience now all right so you ready let's just dive right into it all right Level one, Vacuolab. With Lotus. Okay. 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 All right. So I know we've talked about pretty much everything in this, but except for one thing. Let's talk a little bit about the art direction. Cool. So the foreground, in my opinion, has been like lovingly hand-drawn with this beautiful aesthetic. Um... These aesthetic touches, yeah, like showing that something has gone horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> uh, like the cracked cement, there's bullet holes in the in the foundations, like things like that. Yeah. So, just by having those minor touches in the environmental design, it kind of shows without saying that you know shit may have hit the fan. Yeah, it, like kind of dystopian. Exactly. I mean, it it uh, complements the introductory cutscene that they were talking about, where right. the, you just see the robots running wild and destroying shit. So that makes sense that the areas that they inhabit would look like they have wrecked the place. Yeah. So I appreciate that the art direction and the story are not in are not in a contest; that they're actually working together. Yeah. Um, but the background, though, is just kind of all silhouettes. Right, which um, is cool. Which is good. It's a nice design, yeah. honestly. I like the... You Did you play Donkey Kong Country Returns? Or did I yeah. ever show you that? Oh, wait. Oh, one the new the, one. Yeah, the newer one. Um, um, did I? Possibly. The only reason I bring it up is because they have very specific levels in there that remind me of this silhouette design, where like the entire level you are silhouetted against a uh, light background to show... like. You still see your outline, so that you yeah. can still platform, but the art direction shows you all as these silhouettes, which is beautiful, and it's a very cool idea. So it's that like kind backwards. of 
Exactly. It's like having it backwards, where the light is in the background and the foreground is dark. Nice. So it actually makes it a really distinct art style there. And the background there, kind of the silhouetted background, made me remind me of that. Um, cool. But yeah, I think the, the reason, particularly, that the backgrounds are silhouetted in this game is not to distract mm-hmm. players. Um, because yeah, of course, of this, you need that like foreground background contrast. Exactly, but at the same time, like let me put it to you this way: How many games have we played where we've thought background elements are things that we can jump on in the foreground? Oh, that is that is a good question. Like a lot. <laughs> I'm remembering like flashbacks to when we were playing Earthworm Jim, and like we had no idea what were platforms and what were uh, not, yeah. and what bled into the foreground was the background. So in this case, where you have such a distinction, there's no question what is what. Right, yeah. So, especially in a game like this, where you kind of need to understand the terrain quickly, um, it would have been such a pain to have that distinction not made as clear. Just like trying to jump onto nothingness and falling every time. Exactly, and considering how life is such a precious gift, not just in real life, but in this game too. (laughs) Um, so you want to make sure that nobody's just getting frustrated because it's like, oh shit, I thought that was a platform, now I lost my health and I died and I have to start to run over, I was on like 7th level and fuck this game. No, that's yeah. not how you retain players. Exactly. Um, so that's just one of the good parts about the art design that I really wanted to call out there, to really compliments the gameplay. Um... The animation on some of the environmental effects, specifically like the ooze, the green ooze in the area, honestly, uh-huh. it's really jarring when I'm looking at everything else. Because everything runs pretty crisply, like it's 60-ish frames per second. Okay. Um, except this ooze, which runs at like 3 frames per second. Maybe so, it's just like, that's what it, how it looks, they want it to look, I don't know. Maybe, but, like, if you stare... I don't think they expected people to look at it for that long. Or, like, to pay attention to it for that much time. Because uh-huh. you're honestly, uh-huh. like... It's an obstacle to avoid. So you'll keep it in your periphery, but you're not really staring at it, you know? Right. Like, you're more staring at the enemies, which have a lot more... That's where the frame advantage comes in. So you're staring yeah. at them, and you're like, oh, wow, like, yeah, there we go. I'm looking at the enemies, trying to gauge their position, but... I'm keeping the environmental hazards in my periphery, especially the lava ones, like the ooze ones, because they're at the bottom of the screen. So you don't have to pay attention to them as much, so you probably don't have to put as much resources into rendering it. So it kind of allows for more resources to be allocated to the actual chunking process. Yeah, why not? I mean, why not? It's a a good idea. I talked yeah. for... Holy shit. Uh, That's... No, sorry. I got really distracted because I realized we should take a break.
Here we go. So, yeah. the three-frame animation. Um, little jarring, but nobody's really going to pay attention to it. Yes. So, that's really all I that's wanted it. to say about that. All right. Moving I could have summed on. that up a lot quicker. Um, there's one last thing in this, in this stage I want to talk about before we move on. Um, it's just another piece of the animation here. It's kind of in tandem with the design that they're going with. Uh, just in nature being overtaken by, or sorry, machinery being overtaken by nature. Okay. Um, it's like a common theme in a lot of these post-apocalyptic right. style art designs. Yeah, yeah. Um, no different here, but I wanted to call it out that it is something that's being thrown in there, where again, you know, the uh, tenacity of nature will overcome the man-made machinery. Right. Um, but I, I wanted to call out that art design choice. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like it. Level- <laughs> Damn it. Level two. Uh, let's talk about uh, Sky Temple and Eternal Star. Right. Again, not a, we already talked to death about these stages, but just a few minor things I wanted to call out. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that in the actual design of the temple itself, there are these orange gemstones placed throughout the broken temple. Uh-huh. Like, if you look on the out, outline of it, it's kind of uh, pasted with, you know, these orange gems and orange lines of energy, I guess? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I guess the orange gemstones, I looked it up, could be citrine. That's a gemstone name. Citrine? Um, so, yeah, like citrus, but like in. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay. Easy way to remember. Right. <laughs> citrine. Um, so, I'm not quite sure if citrine has an electrical property to it, but, um, it looks like in this version of it, it's giving off some kind of energy. Cool. Um, I'm wondering if that, uh, perhaps is what's keeping the Sky Temple afloat. Ooh, some sort of energy thing. Yeah, perhaps, because, I mean, even the floating platforms have the gems in the middle themselves. Oh, nice. And uh, I looked up, like, yellowish gem, and another, the first thing that came up was citrine still. Huh. So, it's just a lighter hue of citrine. So, could just be that, you know, these orange gems, the citrines, have, you know, some kind of electrical properties that allow them to fly, at least in this universe. That's because, some, uh, you know, it's deep, deep lore. Yeah, I couldn't find any use cases on Google about citrine being used in any electrical capacities to make things levitate in real life, but (laughs) it's a video game, so let's allow it some slack. I concur. Uh, But I don't have a ton else to talk about in this level, because we kind of talked about it to death, unless there's something you wanted to touch on in it. No, I say we move on. Okay, sounds fair. On to level three. Level uh, three. Ag- Agony Sort and Perforator. Nice. Um, so, like I mentioned before, kind of touching more on the art design in this run, um, I'm wondering if there's a connection between the art direction and potentially a deeper story that is there. Or maybe, again, I'm digging way too deep into this. <laughs> you guys let me know if we're doing that. You know, send us an email at it's the extreme at gmail.com. That's I T S T A G X S T R E M at gmail.com. And let me know. Matt Damon. Thanks for the sound effect. Awesome. Uh, so, there are some pipes in 
the throughout the Agnesaur level uh, that seemed to be carrying uh, yellowish orangish electricity. Yeah. Throughout its pipes, perhaps. What's going on here again? Is it citrine? I, I. That's what I'm going for. So, <laughs> I've taken a giant leap of faith, like I do in most of these levels. Um, perhaps it's taking those removed sections of the Sky Temple, uh, stripping them of the citrine, mm-hmm. um, and then refining them to generate some kind of electricity that's powering the Agni Sword facility. Mm-hmm. Again. Cool. Going way deep, yeah. and I don't have way any deep. practical like examples of that actually happening in real life. <laughs> but I'm making connections, yo. Why not? You know what? Why not? If conspiracy theorists can do it, why can't I? Yeah. <laughs> At least mine don't hurt anybody, right? <laughs> that is Unless- some good word. Unless you're, like, avidly against citrine for some reason. You're like, no, it's cobalt, you dick. And it's like, no, cobalt's blue, I think. <laughs> I think Shit. so. I shouldn't, get in, I shouldn't get into an argument with things I don't really know that much about. <laughs> then again, that hasn't stopped anyone before. <laughs> Especially conspiracy theorists. Especially them. Um, but then there's one last thing again. Uh, remember how we talked about this before, about the ooze moving at three frames per second? Yeah. The lava in this yeah. stage is doing the same, same thing. thing. Make, it's the same thing. It's just lava, not ooze. It's, it's yeah. just the same t- It's the same thing, just a different color on it. Yeah. Same physical properties. They just painted it red and green. Yeah. Um, but I guess, I mean, if you have the asset and you could just recolor it and call it lava now, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you do yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. No point in recreating the wheel every time. Yeah. Especially when you're trying to focus more of your efforts on the chunking and creating the actual levels yeah. in a randomized pattern. Actual levels, more important. Exactelamundo! Yeah! Um, should we take a quick break? Alright. Can you... What What should we do? Can I have? Can I have a sandwich? Level four, let's do it. All right, level five, let's do it. Uh, we are in Frostor with the vile visage. So visage, such a visage, so much, much visage, 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 visage. There we yeah. go. Apparently, I decided to swallow a bowl of marbles and oh, that's, uh, then um, do our healthy. podcast. I know. I mean, I'm going to be pooping glass for a week, but I mean, <laughs> to get that flavor, you know, it's delish. Oh, yeah. I do not. Do, do guys, seriously, don't do that. No, don't eat marbles. <laughs> marbles. Don't eat Unless marbles. you want to get some good, like, butthole calluses. Oh, that's true. You could get some real butt calisthenics going on. <laughs> Or if you're really into the, like, anal beads kind of thing. You know, you do you. I'm not yeah. here to judge. 
I'm not here to kink shame. But I am yeah. here to tell you about Frostor. Yes. So, everything, again, going back to the art design, everything here is lightly scuffed for some reason. It's like, aged. It's, <laughs> it's lightly aged. Like, it's yeah. funny comparing it to the other areas, which look a lot more damaged. This one looks like somebody just, like, scuffed it with their shoe. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, why is that uh, not as great? Why is that one not as damaged as the others? Maybe because it's, like, frozen and no one goes there often. I guess, but, like, there seems to be a lot of flying penguins around. you think maybe one of them That's would fly true. into it and nick it a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're having flying penguins, like, I don't know, do they have their flying license? Or maybe Probably. they're just way too excited because before they were like, we were flightless! <laughs> Yo, I no, mean, come on. Fly. Like, if you were a flightless bird before and then you got modified into a flying bird, wouldn't you be, like, ham crazy about flying everywhere? I'm normal. I do. I'm a bird! For real this time! <laughs> But then they get too excited, and, like, it's an Icarus situation where they crash into the concrete wall. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like in the story of Icarus. Uh, okay. <laughs> For all you Greek mythology nerds out there. Yeah. yeah don't, don't add me with, you know, the fact that it wasn't concrete wall. It's, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> but the, again, there's another set of weird lava here. It's just blue lava does the other same thing as the other two. Right. Also, blue lava? It's like ice... Uh, what is it? Slush. Nitro? Like like the stuff yeah, they yeah. eat? Like, like the nitro yeah. ice cream stuff? Right. Yeah, that's what it is. It's <laughs> the just nitro a giant, ice cream stuff. Yeah, it's a giant fog machine that just shoots right. out ice. And that's the fucking ocean down there. So we freeze Li- our ass yeah. off. And Liquid nitrogen or something. That's the one. Thank you so much. Yeah. I was having a brain fart moment. Um, same. Either way, it it's all the same. They're all the same. They're interchangeable. Yeah. It's like when you get a, a slushy from the fucking store, and he's like, what color do you yeah. want? It's like, blue, please. And he's like, here's your blue goop. Yeah, do you want the blue goop or the red goop? Or the green goop that may taste like green apple, but at the same time, it doesn't taste like green apple at all. It just tastes like... Sugar. Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, getting really off track. Um, certain blue-hued platforms in this area uh, show up in the walls, kind of clustered together in, like, packs of four. Um, mm-hmm. Again, did you redeep it? My hand's going back into the lower well, so come with <laughs> me while I pull out some bullshit. Um, I'm wondering if... The fact that the four of them are clustered together in certain walls makes them some kind of energy source for this area to be floating because they're all floating, so all of them need some kind of fucking energy source to make them levitate, right? Right. So they are usually at the bottom of the platform, so maybe? Maybe? I don't know. Don't at me. I mean, like, this is all theory. Uh, something. <laughs> what? Questions. <laughs> Fantastic. Always good commentary as always. Thank uh, you. The portal effect that is in these uh, in this stage too is uh mirrored by the initial entry gateway portal that um mm-hmm. leads you into the runs themselves. So that's just a minor aesthetic 
call out I wanted to yeah, call out. It, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, again, like, a lot of the assets needed to be reused. So the only reason I'm bringing it up, and I'm not to shame the fact that assets are being reused all the time. Games do that all the goddamn time, and I don't, really, I don't care. The reason that they uh-huh. do that is to save on space. Because if you right. remade the assets for everything, then they'd have no space for the cool shit. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to shame them for using that. What I am doing is calling it out where it's done to show, like, okay, the reasoning behind that is because it allows the processor, while it's actually, you know, figuring out what chunking it wants, as opposed to it, you know, it taking maybe 30 seconds, if they had done all that extra shit to make it look, like, perfect for everything or different for everything, that could probably take upwards of, like, two minutes per level. So, it's about trade-offs, guys. Would you rather have everything be distinct and different all the time, or would you just rather, like, play the game? Yeah, there's gonna be uh, different, you know, scales of detail, you know, always. Exactly. It's all about compromise, you guys. You can't have everything. It's not how things work. Especially when you're porting it to different things. Like, right now, I'm playing it on the Switch, so it only has a certain amount of hardware capability to run everything. But even Mm. on things like PC, I mean, this originally was released on the PC, but not everybody's PC runs the exact same. You have to you have to code for the least common denominator. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you code for the highest end, then you're Crisis, and fuck you, because I was never able allowed to play your game because I didn't have a fucking super rig. It's for the elite. For the super elite. God, it's just... Yeah, no. You gotta code for the lowest common denominator, because that way, everybody who plays your game can at least, you know, be happy while playing it, and that's how you make a broad reach and that's how you sell more games and that's business you guys it's business yes that's how you business that's how you do it that's what i learned at business 101 when i went to business school <laughs> how to make video games <laughs> that would be cool no but one thing i do remember doing at school was playing this stupid game of uh like volleyball catch thing to emphasize a point about fucking negotiations <laughs> Oh my god! I, I don't know what the hell that was about, but I ended up brutal. getting way, I ended up getting way too into it, and I fell on my face. But that's a story for another time. <laughs> also, like, man, school is weird sometimes. Anyway, um, certain areas in this uh, in this level are blocked off. Again, I'm calling it out here, uh, but it happens everywhere. Are blocked off by the the developer themselves, right? Like. I'm not talking about, like, just having invisible walls. They do. They are there. But literal words from the dev pop up when you hit an invisible wall, telling you to, like, turn around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of them are like, black magic blocks your way, or the boss is down here, or, you know, <laughs> patronizing comment about wanting to explore the world that you created. <laughs> that or, was that nope. was me just freestyling. Yeah, <laughs> or, I, I or got no. that. Thank you, thank you.
Level six. Sky Temple with Kerr. Whoa, you sounded a bit angry. A bit aggro. Calm it down there, buddy. Okay, fine. Can I can I get you something to can I get you something to tame that appetite of yours? Perhaps a bar that we are not allowed to say on the stream because we are not being sponsored by them? Um You mean Kit Kat? <laughs> Damn it, Joey! <laughs> no free advertising. Shit, sorry. Okay. I mean you mean coffee crisp? Damn it! Damn it again! Okay. It's a good thing that Paul's putting in the the sound effects over the names. Good thing we fixed that in post. Whew. Good job, Paul. Pat Thanks. yourself on the back. Is that a cool. pat? Even? I guess. I don't know. It's can a I Paul just, pat. It's a Paul I pat. Can, I can never like peg this guy down. Whatever. Even a yeah. guy? I don't even know. Whatever. I think he's just a sound effect. <laughs> he's a He's an audio wave. <laughs> well, according to our website, www.itsthextreme.com, that is correct. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the stage. We've been bantering for too long. Yeah. Um, right. So let's talk about this in so much detail because there's so much that we haven't talked about for this stage. All right, are you yeah. ready? Yeah, all right. So the citrine gemstones in this stage have been replaced with a gemstone called Alexandrite. Level seven. Wait, wait, no, no. Level eight. All right. Holy Jesus, we've been flying through this. I know. It's great. But I mean, We're so good at it. I know. I mean, after all those deaths, I would hope so at this point. <laughs> God, we had to have learned something. Anyway, Vacuolab with twin astrals. This one, I don't remember between any of our runs. Yeah, what's going on here? Again, it looks similar because it's the Vacuolab. We've been here before, but it's slightly different. Um, First off, just want to call this out up front. Um, When you start off a level, they have a little, like, box at the top that shows the name of the boss of the world the name of the world itself and a little picture of the yeah. boss yeah. for this one the boss looks just like very sad he looks That's like good. upset it's like I don't want to be fighting I just want to be writing poetry in my book <laughs> can I just listen to my, my Linkin Park CDs and hang out <laughs> I heard Panic at the Disco has a new album, and I want to listen. That sounds like such a poet. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I don't get why he's so sad. He looks just upset. Um, Maybe because the the, whatever, their twin is not in the picture, too. And you're like, oh. Maybe because, like, you killed all those robots or something. Uh, maybe, maybe they're all just secretly besties, and then we murdered all of their friends. Yeah. They're like, oh man, why would you do that? Kerr owed me ten bucks, now I'm never gonna get that money. 
And Shatterbeak said he was gonna make me a sandwich, and now he's gone. Damn Shatterbeak. Everything's sh- going wrong. Anyway, we're gonna let's let's we we can't uh, dwell on that for too long. But the stage <laughs> itself is fairly similar to the previous Vaculab stage that we talked about, so I'm not gonna uh, tread over that too much. Right. But, but but by virtue of us being in level A right now, um, everything in the chunks now have been multiplied to a much higher degree. Oh, so yeah. A lot more lasers, a lot more precarious platforming challenges. Yeah. And just bullet, like, enemies everywhere. Like, I hope you got an upgrade in that point that allows you to take out multiple enemies at once. Or at least take the heed that when you do do a charge shot, it takes out a lot of the smaller enemies at once. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to be coming at you like crazy. Yeah, you got to be good. Like, fodder detection needs to be on point. But, (laughs) I mean, that's what happens when you, you know, play through a video game. It gets harder as it goes on. Yeah, Otherwise, it wouldn't really be a game. It would be more of just a simulator of some kind. Mm. Or a movie. (laughs) Or, like, a task. (laughs) (laughs) Again, thank you, fan. Paul, put in, like, a fanfare for that one. Amazing. I loved it. That was the exact thing I wanted. Um, <laughs> so, again, the state, I don't want to tread over Common Ground too much. Is there anything you wanted to talk about before we talked about the boss themselves? That? Nope. Fair Negative. enough. Twin astrals, sun yeah. and moon, I assume. Um, it's an interesting fight. Um, just because by virtue of the fact that there are two of them, Simultaneously, mm-hmm. um, they kind of feed off of each other. So they start off with like just normal sun and moon shots. I assume it's a moon shot. I have no fucking idea. It looks like ice could be right. something like that. But I mean, the moon gets cold, so whatever. Sue me. Yeah, <laughs> they're, all, they're all cold at some point. Yeah. But um, what I mean by them feeding off of each other is that at points, they literally have, like, a, an energy tether tying them together. Uh-huh. Um, now, I can't say for certain what it does, but I do think it, um, just from having fought them together, um, just kind of synergizes their attacks, or at least symbolizes the synergistic nature of their relationship. Right. Does it do damage to you if you touch it? Um, I think so. So, that also is a thing. Hmm. Uh, but it shows that how in- inextricably linked the twins are, yeah. uh, which makes for the fight itself to make more sense. Um, because when they when you take out one of them, uh, the other one gets up more angry and powerful and like shoots a lot faster. So it kind of shows like once you've broken that link, it doesn't make them weaker. It makes the other one more aggro. Right. And it's like, oh, you took out my twin! And then they go after you with more veracity. Yeah. Um, but as for the attacks themselves, they teleport around, they put up, uh, the barriers, they just shoot at you, uh, kind of standard-esque thing, but the important thing that really makes this boss stand out is the fact that if you don't actually take out the bosses in a time limit, um, like you take out one but not the other, there's gonna be Uh a timer that pops up that shows how long you have to take out the other boss before the other one comes back to life. 
Right. So Yeah, that's cool. It's cool because it kind of forces you to fight them in such a way that you whittle both of their right. health down simultaneously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then take them out around the same time. Otherwise, you're just going to be trapped in the loop forever. Yeah, and then you'll die. Basically. And then you'll die. A lot. And then that would be bad because you're level 8 and you cut so far. But in the end, I guess it didn't even matter. Yeah. But that's, uh, I really like the, the boss design in the in this area. What do, what do you think? I liked it too. It's a lot of dodging, which is mm-hmm. fun. Absolutely. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> We did it! Yes! All eight bosses are done! Done. Let's do the end game. We got this. Yes. You see that? You see that portal over there that says onward? Yes. Alright, before we jump in there, let's do our secret amazing awesome handshake that gets us super psyched. Let's do this! Hell yeah! Alright! Are you psyched? Yeah! All right, let's onward. Ho. <laughs> <laughs> 